Hi. <laughs> We've had a day, haven't we? Put your headphones on. That was so like, yeah, whatever. Yes, we have, Sam. We've had a day. I know. I mean, because we're getting ready for the holidays, so we've been shooting, not oh my shooting, God. recording a couple episodes. This I'm tired. This is so boring. I know. Yeah, you're tired. I have a baby, too. So, oh, I mean, I, our listeners don't want to f- hear about. Yes, Sim, tell us what it's like. Tell no, us I'm, I don't want to like get into it I, because I feel like everyone is annoyed with my baby at this point, And I need to stop posting about it on Instagram. And I need to just. Oh, really? Yeah. I no, feel, one's, no, no, I no, know. no, it's not that. Uh, but you it's know what we like, need? What? Go ahead. Well, you know, you should not be here and you should be like taking your amazing wife out to dinner. I want to explain to the listeners right now that Anna is lying on her back looking straight up at the ceiling. I'm really hoping you will go away. I'm going to go away at some point, but not without talking to you about Bill Hader's episode. I know there's a lot here. Here's what happened. So we thought we were doing a good thing by bringing Nicholas back, but I feel like we've just completely screwed things up even more. I'll tell you what's going on. Yeah. We've never received this much feedback ever. And I thought, because we didn't even get that much feedback after Bobby Lee's advice to Nicholas was make yourself successful so you she'll like you because of that. I mean, that was essentially what his advice was. That was completely the wrong advice. And I thought that Bobby was saying... Like become like no, I, that was exactly reductive. That was incredibly reductive. Who you reductive. want to be, yes. and then and then and then sort of like your happiness will come. All right, go on. But Nicholas wants she he's he he's into this girl. He wants to ask her. He wants to be with her. He wants to at least get to know her. And I feel like here's what was happening. We we railroaded. We railroaded Bill, Bill. and and then, right. and then we we got and skewered. Nicholas. We got skewered online. Well. But Bill said that in order for Nicholas to really understand what uh, what's happening with the situation, he should become friends first, and that was and that and ever all the feedback we received was that Bill was one hundred percent correct, and that he should try to become friends first. And I I said, you know, well, well, there's a there's a I just wanted them to get to know each other a little bit, and then ask ask her out, or I said ask her out first. But you said, you know, write a diary, which. Had that. Listen, because, that was because, a joke, and I knew that was a joke, but some people took that literally. Because I really like Nicholas, and I hope that he. I, I want to, you know, that I, I was telling I know, you earlier yeah, that I want to get him back. To be a, yeah. I, I wanna, By the way, like, everyone is invested in his relationship at this point. Him out to Los Angeles and set him up with. Let's somebody. do that. But the, no, the thing, the thing that I can't. He, we always try to protect our callers because they're coming to us with a vulnerable. You know, from me, you know, and and we also don't know the whole story. We don't know right. who they are. We don't know if, um, if she has a boyfriend. Yeah, exactly. No, no, no. But that's it's all that's all valid, right? Like that we don't know her story. The thing that's um, that I when when I talk to callers, I just try to protect them. So what I would have, you know, in what I would have liked to have said to Nicholas, but I don't. Oh God, and I hope that he's... Uh, he's listening, so oh you might as well talk to him. Nicholas, I love you. I wanted to talk to you again be- for a reason. I, I did. But the thing is, is that we get a lot of you know female callers that wonder why so-and-so doesn't like them or like like how do we how do I get this person to like me? And male callers too, because that is the fundamental question. But what resonated with Nicholas a little, I think, was um, how he phrased everything, which was um, 
we have a, I have a problem and I have a crush on this girl and my best friend also likes her. And so do I let him win? And even earlier when we, when we were talking about this, Sam, you said like, is if we do explore this more, like, is that going to ruin his game? Like the terminology of winning and game and how we view, and there's nothing, I don't mean to pass judgment on, it's, it's the different framework. Most women, I feel like, are socialized to look at it not in that framework. So we have Nicholas, who's sweet and amazing and wonderful and kind, but raised in the framework that a lot of men are. And same thing with you. That's why I, that's why I called you out a little bit. Not called you out, because I don't think there's a correct or incorrect linguistical framework right. on this. I understand. But using those terms, it's so complicated. So when I give like stupid fucking ridiculous things, like when I say like write a diary. Right, right, right. Because truthfully, what I really feel is like if you're starting a friendship with somebody and what you really want is to fuck them or be with them, I shouldn't be so crude. But well, but yeah, fuck them. Well, that's part of it, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then isn't there a deceptiveness in that as well? I want to read you something, okay? Our friend Skylar Samuels, one of our favorite guests. She's amazing. She's lovely. I love Skylar. So she, she's, I mean, she's Did been she a fan of the show. Down? I know. I, listen, for a while. Oh, I feel nervous. So she actually sent me a, a direct message on Instagram, and she wrote to me, love the episode with Bill Hader today. So funny and soulful. I really enjoyed the debate about Nicholas asking out that girl. I went so far as to submit advice through the website. I'm a very invi- invested listener after all, LOL. I love you, Skylar. Hope all is well. Sending love big you love so to much. you, Anna and Amy. So I couldn't find her email. And I said, uh, elaborate on more what, what she was talking about. She said, it was such a fun one to listen to because everyone had really valid points. It was fun for me to reflect because I'm so much closer to Nicholas's age. And even the last five years from 19 to 24, my approach to dating and how I want to be approached by men has totally changed. Now I'm much more in your camp. She's talking about me, Sim, my camp, about if you like someone, just be bold and ask them out or you might lose out on the opportunity. At Nicholas's age, however, I was much more in Bill Hader, in Bill Hader's camp of keep it friendly and see what happens. Copying my email below for your unqualified advice musing. So she wrote, One thing I know for sure is that pack mentality definitely prevails at this point in our early 20s. So I say, lean into that and invite her slash her and her friend to join him and his friends to do something social so everyone feels most comfortable. The more comfortable Nicholas and this girl are, the more they will be able to enjoy themselves and be open to new experiences, including one another. Nicholas mentioned that they've hung out in groups before, so that part should be easy since it's not the first time. And to Bill's point, I think it's good to come at things friendly and see where it goes from there, especially if Nicholas doesn't know her too well. I don't think he's automatically friend-zoned because he doesn't ask her on a date right away. Even if he's in a social setting with her, he can feel out the vibe between them. And if it feels like it's going well, he can ease into flirting and make a move if it feels right. And if it doesn't, that's okay too, because there are no expectations of anything needing to happen since it's not a formal date. That's why I love this podcast. So fun to listen and reflect about how certain advice and perspectives change with age. So intellectually and emotionally engaging. I love it. 
And she goes on to say she's moving back to LA, so she wants to hang out with us. Oh, Skylar, I love you, and thank you so much for 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 writing, and she's, for caring, but, and writing. And I know, I know. Skylar also sent me flowers for my birthday. I love her; she's the greatest. I know, I know. Um, but but, uh, and I love it that she brings up the point of age. We're just like, yeah, we've been there, and it's easy for us to pass judgment, right? And certainly easy for, for for me at time you know i guess all the time but being that being in your early 20s it, yeah it's hard when you are crushing on someone from afar and and you've romanticized that idea um uh, of whomever that person is the problem is is well there's a lot of fucking problems okay i like sophia bush a lot you like and now Bush here. <laughs> Sim, do you like Bush or do you not like Bush? Like, what would your preference be? Are you like all waxed off, or a little bit, a little landing strip, a little like whatever my wife prefers? Oh God! And now here's Sophia Bush. I, do, I think that it's like perception of progression. It feels patronizing in the sense that it's like, here's a bone of hope. Right. And well, uh, it's the same thing that people say we're a year into Me Too, uh, taking the public stage the way it has, obviously, you know, started over 10 years ago by Toronto Burke, but the last year has been big. And people are like, well, your business is totally different. And I'm like, is it? Right. No, it's not. Right. It's not that different. Like a couple bad dudes got called out for being bad dudes. What else is different? Right. I know. Yeah, the I, I illusion mean, of progression. That's interesting. But but I will say, I mean, I'm I work on a show with five women, hmm. and we're all we're not spring chickens, and it, that is always astounding to me. I feel so grateful for hmm. that. That. It's like in, we're on a network, mm-hmm. you know, and we've talked a bit about this a while ago on the podcast, but I always felt like the actresses couldn't get to know each other very well because we didn't work together very frequently. Mm. And if we did, we were pitted against each other. Right. It's like girl next door versus like a hottie slut or whatever the right. fuck our labels were or whatever. I was just pretty much doofus. <laughs> Just Disagree. <laughs> Actually, I came carrying a message, um, and and Caitlin knows my. I live with my best friend Jenny, and she, lo- I mean, we all love you, but like Jenny loves you on a level. I was like, are you sure you don't want to come? She was like, no, it's awkward, oh. it's weird, I don't want to come. And she was oh, like, but just Jenny, tell. I love you. She literally goes like, just tell Anna she is the single greatest physical comedic actress of our time. Just oh tell my her. God. Just make sure oh. she knows. Jenny, <laughs> I love you. I, yeah. I can't wait to meet you. Let's it's invite like, her to a show. I would well, love yeah. that. Oh, we'll come for sure. We actually had like a bit of a dissertation making coffee this morning on on your performances. Like we we went back to Scary Movie. We were talking about how the house bunny is so fucking iconic. Oh, and like you should should win all the awards oh, even still thanks. for it. Like it, we had a moment. So yeah. I have a stony. Um, yeah, you do. What is that? It's my only award. I don't from know. High Times Magazine. Oh, hey girl. Yeah, I was, I uh, won Best Actress, uh, which is, in, it's a stony and it's a bong. Oh, a I was like, is bong. it a giant pot leaf? No, it's a working bong. <laughs> it's a working That's bong. That's the only award you can actually do anything oh with other than hide it in a closet. 
Well, I do feel like I've always told Alice and Janie that uh, she could take one of her many Emmys and like really jab somebody in the ribs if she had like a home evasion. Like sure. it would be like. Oh, those things uh, are weapons for sure. Yeah. They're uh, really heavy. But the whole, I don't know. Th- thank you. Not that and, I've won one. I've just held other people's and they're very too, heavy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sophia, thank you so much for being here. I'm so it happy is so to be kind. Here. Um, all right. So you and Sim have something in common. We do. Yeah. It rhymes with Rogan. Oh, God. Does it rhyme? Okay, that's not a Wait, good what? example. No, it doesn't really, does it? What is it? What do we have? The only thing I can think of is slogan, so I'm clearly Slo- not. <laughs> slogan, is it a slogan? Slogan, Are we both super political or something? No, no, no. Oh, okay. This is maybe a stupid thing to launch off with. We both went well, to USC. Oh, oh, my oh Trojan. God. Trojan, yeah. Got it. And on, mean, on and I teach there now, too. Wait, we what? teach po- we teach a podcasting class. Actually, we have class right after this. Wait, can I come? Please, anytime. I mean, oh I can't God, go tonight. To, I'm going to be phone banging. Tuesday, can any, I actually any come Tuesday, to your Tuesday class? Tuesday evening, yeah, of course. Okay, yes, be, if you felt like it, that would be amazing. Would, no, I want to come hang out all the time. I miss college. Cap- so we have four much. kappas in our class. Really? Yes. I mean, I don't know what that means anymore. Honestly. I don't know what it means like, either. I, I don't thought, get it. Do you have any allegiance? My, well, my no. fraternity got kicked off. I don't have any allegiance to any of that shit. Listen, at the end of the day, I went from a school. My graduating class was 55. So I got to a massive university and like needed some kind of structure. And truly my my smartest and most accomplished older friend, when I was a freshman, she was a senior, this incredible girl named Jennifer Halferty, who was like one of those people like in the movie. From she's Pasadena? The girl- yes. I know Jen Halferty. Okay. Wait, did you went to school with her? Oh yeah. my God! So, so she went to well. Cause I know. Well, we know, I know her each boyfriend, uh, uh, Larry. Her old okay. boyfriend, Larry. Yeah, Larry. Yeah. Uh, totally. Larry's a buddy well. Of mine. So here's the thing. So we we my both grew up in Pasadena as well. By the way. So we both grew up in Pasadena, and so did your wife. So there's three of us. Um, in addition to the tens of thousands of other people, <laughs> and she was like, she's that girl in the movie where like she walks by and there's like a ding off of like her eyeball and like the wind is always blowing her hair and like she looks like she walked out of like a Breck campaign in the 80s you know she's so beautiful and cool but Sophia you are the the same fucking way that's very kind you have like this inner light (laughs) combined with your beauty that makes you even more fucking beautiful and I don't always want to focus on like um, anyway whatever I'm like whatever I'm fucking going on no, but, but I'll, I'll pick I'll, your brain. Later. My story is long story longer. Thank you for the compliment. I, they're very hard for me to take, but I'm also attempting to be an adult and say thank you instead of do the thing from like the Amy Schumer skit and be like, oh my God, this line now, I'm disgusting. I'm really trying not to perpetuate that girl on girl hate and self hate thing. So thank you for the, the love. I appreciate you. And to make my inanely long story longer she was like you know going to law school she was this like just badass girl who I looked up to and she was in the Greek system and she was like it isn't what you think like our house has an insanely high GPA like a cool social schedule you'll at least have a little structure so you won't be flailing and like no one is surprised that for three years running I was the philanthropy chair and then I left school to do a job but wait so so, because I, I so I was a dorm rat um, because I had this, I was very angry. I was an angry Wait, why? introvert. Oh, I was angry at the man. Okay. Yep. I was angry at the man and I like wore like combat boots and, but then, but I also, but today you're wearing like wanted... super designery combat boots. <laughs> 
it was very conflicting for me because I desperately wanted attention from guys, mm. but I hated myself for that. So it expressed in mm. like this, like, y'all are fucking sexist and I hate you all. I grew up in Seattle. Literally, I was about to be like, were you going to college in Seattle? Like, yeah. were you in the rain? <laughs> yep. There it is. Yep. Okay, okay. Pissed. I went to college for a guy who dumped me. Ooh. Because he joined a fraternity. No. Yeah. What a dick. Oh, yeah. And just walk up to him, kick him in the Uh, shin and be like, you know. You know. I already did it. Really? I already fucking moved to Hollywood and my fuck you dick. I love it. (laughs) I love it. I fucked up his shins from afar. Yeah. Yeah. That was a fucked up way to put it. I could articulate, I'll, I'll come up with something better later. But like looking back, I think I would have been happier in a sorority mm. because I felt very isolated and lonely in the dorms. And mm. uh, I'm not sure I would have fit in in a sorority, but, um, and it, I was sort of in an unimaginative place. So I, um, I felt like it was cool to, um, disparage the Greek system. Sure. Especially, I went to University of Washington, big state school. We had like 40, um, you know, I don't know, what do you call them, Greek houses? I mean, I still kind of and think it's cool to disparage. The The stereotype of the Greek system is so intense and it's so antithetical to who I am and what I believe in. But, uh, but I also had a very ex- opposing exactly. experience And that's in what it. I think that so it's I weird. think I would have been happier. I mean, I was already used to rejection, so, but if I had like joined a sorority and had at least a sense of community, I think mm. I would have enjoyed college a lot more. Yeah, I, I think the sense of community was really helpful. I think there's a lot about that system that's very toxic, but I actually just think that there's a lot about the way we encourage young people to behave in college that's very toxic, whether it's within a system or not. Like the binge drinking and the and the the way you're sort of let loose to critique everybody for just being who they are it's like I don't know I I think college felt a little different for me because I came from uh an all-girls school I'd been in all-girls school since I was 12 so I don't know like I would roll to class in my pajamas so still did you get I didn't like, know that was weird did you get like um I mean I'm sure you went to like parties and stuff in high school mm-hmm. and everything and you had like boyfriends and everything but was there a little bit of a head rush with like suddenly being I mean I think there's a head rush for anyone you know going to college whether mm. but I don't know was there like a did it Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices down so to help us we brought in a reverse auctioneer which is apparently a thing Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I don't know. I, I dressed, like, because it, for the first time in my life, I was getting noticed by guys. And, um... So I went to this weird thing where I truly wore garter belts and little plaid skirts and I dressed like like this very angry yet potentially available person. You're like, I hate you, but check out these yeah. gams. Yes. Yeah. And I'd be like, why are you like internally, like if a guy would check me out, I'd be like, why are you looking at me? Fucking ass. 
ass. And it, it's like hindsight. It's like, what the fuck was I thinking? Of course, like I look like a fucking clown. I look like I'm a part of Cirque oh, du Soleil. I mean, I found a picture of myself from like a, a, a like a homecoming weekend at USC wearing a pair of jeans that had the top cut off. So like, you know, when you cr- when you like cut your jeans and the, ed- the ends of the legs fray and it's cute because it's like that's fashion. I did it to the top. I don't know who told I, me that was I a good idea. I, oh, I bet. I didn't know what was up. I, I, I wore a uniform for so long that like I still oh, sort of. So fun though to be able to like. But I didn't get it. And I still stand in my room most days and I'm like, how do people get dressed? Like, how does this work? That's why like my easiest cheat is to throw a dress on and people are like, you're so put together. I'm like, I didn't have to do anything though. It's one thing. It's like I wore a nicer version of a nightgown and I got away with it. <laughs> I still don't get it, but it's fine. How do you, okay, this is, well, we'll we'll get to our thing here in a second, but how do you feel about Halloween? Because I have, like. I love it. As an actor, I have a, I I feel like I don't want to, I don't want to dress up because I feel like I do that, a degree of that for a living. I mean, it's not as, like. Oh, but see. Flamboyant or anything. I like the flamboyance and the extremity you can kind of push towards on Halloween. Like, I always. I want to go big on Halloween. I don't always do it because I'm also a major procrastinator. But the idea that you could like really go all out for something, oh, I just get real excited about What's it. What's the best Halloween costume you've worn? Um, <laughs> years ago, I went to a Halloween party with my then, uh, my then boyfriend and it was when Oh, and I like hate bringing up other people's personal lives, but it was a great costume. Uh, it was just after Katy Perry and Russell Brand had gotten married and we went as them because they were like such a comedic sort of fixture, I think, in the world at that time yeah. to people who probably didn't know them. And I met this woman randomly and she was the lady who at that time was making Katy Perry's latex dresses. And oh. she literally had extra latex from one of the dresses oh. she made for her. And she made me one and I did like the blue wig and I had to wear like four wonder bras we, to like make it, the thing happen. Cause we're not built the same. But is that like a sweaty outfit though? The yeah. I mean you get into, you literally have to put lube on your body to get into it. It's like a condom in reverse. It's really bizarre. Like a Trojan. Like a Trojan, hey, USC college kids, practice safe sex, please. Um, especially in today's day and age when like birth control is being debated as healthcare. Anyway, um, yeah, and it was hilarious. And like, we, you know, we were wearing wigs and we, we just like did it right. And people actually from afar thought we were them all night long. And we were just like, that's kind of fun. It. it was really fun. That's fun. It was like really silly and goofy and stupid and fun. That's, I like, I, I, I like that. I like yeah. that. I also really like your boots. Thanks. And usually when I compliment people on something, they give it to me. Mm. What Noted. size do you wear? Looks what like, size do look you wear? Six and a half. Yes, I, I wear an eight. Oh, what? <laughs> Woo! Like, <sighs> I've avoided, but I'll tell you where I got them. <sighs> I could like find you a link. All right. I'll hook it up. I'm very lazy. <laughs> I mean, me too. <laughs> That's why I shop online. <laughs> yes, me too. And me. also why I either wear the same t-shirt and jeans every day or dresses. I don't even God. know what's under there. Uh, I can't quite tell. I'll take them off and we can look mm, on the inside. I think that I'm, um, I think I'm a little bit old. Uh, My what? eyesight's going. Oh. 
I was hoping that would make you feel better I mean, in terms I, of like, I'm not looking up your skirt. No, I felt that way today. I was telling you when I got here, like I was supposed to have a session with a physical therapist because I pinched a nerve in my back and I was like, what am I, 70? Like what's happening? Oh, I'm sorry. That was like sciatica shit. Mm-hmm. It's actually in my shoulder and and I I'm it's probably because I'm like a little bit of a tomboy who expresses my anger at the man by demanding that I do all of my own stunts on really aggressive projects. Oh. I'm like, I can do it. Don't tell me I can't do it. Don't tell me the guy has to do it. You know, I get all like, like rawr, defensive about it. And that's probably why my shoulder's super fucked up. Oh, but that's kind of fucking rad. I mean, it's fun, but I've, I've definitely had a day or two. I, on, on one job, I did have to go to the hospital one day and have a CAT scan. And I was like, if I actually like have a b- brain bleed, I'm going to be real pissed at myself. But there's a whole, and uh, maybe we could talk about this later, but there is a whole relationship between like stunt coordinate, like the stunt coordinator personality. And I totally understand where you come from, that it's like, yeah, let's fucking do this. And they're like, yeah, she can do it. She can totally do it. It's cool. Like we went over it. It's going to be fine. Yeah. Because they're trying to prove something. You're like, we're trying to prove whatever. And totally. Then, and then the director's like, I don't know. It seems good to me. I feel like it's all good for you Everything's guys. Everything's going to be it's great. Cool. Yeah. And yeah. Then next, Isn't you know, that the funny thing though about our business house. is like people assume that everyone who does what we do is just walking around like oozing self-confidence and thinks the best of themselves. And we're all just like the scared fifth grader in on the first day of school every single day. Every being like, fucking is everything okay? Does everybody think that it's okay? Like, is this the day that everybody's going to figure out that I'm the one person in the room who doesn't know what I'm doing? And then you realize everybody in the room feels that way. It's like, it's, it's a lot. There's my mark. What's my fucking line? What's my fucking line? There's my mark. Will I hit it? What's my fucking line? What's my fucking Here's line? what's funny for me. I think I'm very spatial. Like I was good at geometry and trigonometry. I had no use for calculus. Like spatial math makes sense to me. Marks, all of that, that shit. Like I could do it in my sleep and I know my lines and your lines. But what happens to me when I suddenly have the thing where like I'm able to suspend disbelief, do my job, be there, have the empathetic response and, and really be in the trenches with somebody And then one little thing will happen and it's like suddenly the veil gets pulled up and I realize there's a huge room full of people and everybody is staring. And the number one thing that fucks me up every day when that moment happens and I go, (gasps) is I go, what do I do with my hands? Like suddenly I'm like, what are these arms and these things at the end of them? And where do they go? Do they go in my pocket? Do I put them on my hips? Does that look weird? Like my, when my self-consciousness on set is triggered, I have no fucking idea what to do with my hands. Oh, I'm so with you on that. Except for that's my entire body. (laughs) But, (laughs) but, but yes, but you know, it's so true because, because it is, uh, we are always doing active things with our, with our hands. And, And if we don't have something to do with them or even like making prolonged eye contact which is what you know you're supposed to do which is our job like right. this right i also you, like that i'm saying like this and yeah. i realize nobody listening can see what we're and doing you're supposed to look at the one eye <laughs> right and still like try to tap into intense emotion right. while looking and at one and then you start to not be able to focus eye. on the person's face right which so never fucking happens in in real life no. oh god are we just a bunch of fucking dicks I'm fascinated by this. No, I'm really? serious. Seriously, uh, I had no idea that's what happens. 
Oh yeah. And there's also this weird thing that happens sometimes when a camera angle is super tight, like when you're doing uh, coverage in a scene. So let's say we were filming this for everybody at home who's listening. Anna's on one end of the couch. I'm on the other and we're facing each other. So if we, if this was being filmed for a TV show, there'd be like a master shot is what they call it from across the room that holds the couch and us. And then you do coverage. So they'd be behind my head shooting at her. And then on my coverage, they'd be behind her head shooting at me. And that's how the scene gets cut together. But if the camera angle is like just so, a director literally will say to me while I'm staring at her, yeah, you can't look at her her eye. We need you to actually look at her left ear right, while you right, talk to her. Right. So your eye line is right. So you're trying to have a moment with someone and you're staring at their ear and they're talking to you, but you're not making eye contact with them. And it is the weirdest experience. Sophia wants me to post a piece of tape on my ear, but yeah. I'm already wrapped and I'm out. I'm leaving. <laughs> God. Oh, man. Michael Sherman, Sophia's such a fucking bitch. You know, what are you going to do? You're like, you have to stay for my coverage. No, but it, it is, it is of course, hard. It's, it's hard to tap into what you want to be genuinely feeling mm. in sort of that unnatural fucking weirdness. And, you know, it, we get asked, I'm sure you do too, although I have not had that many romantic scenes at all in my career, but... You know, like, what's it like to, you know, make out with with somebody? And do you feel, does that mean that you have feelings for them? Because it feels clinical and self-conscious. I always say to people when they're like, okay, but what about that scene? I'm like, there were a room full of people going, okay, okay, great. Right. Keep doing that. Just tilt your head. They're literally talking to you while it's happening because the, the lighting is so specific and you're like, what, if we made it look hot on camera, we literally deserve Academy Awards because oh, it was awkward. And I'm always like, oh, fuck, I had the, the fucking onion tart. <laughs> I love an onion tart. Wait, is this Everyone a real knows thing? Oh. But, but, but I'm always concerned about you know, my breath or right. like whatever. Like, am I going to? I had a co-star once. I'm not going to say who, but. But afterwards, kiss, you'll tell me. But kiss, kissing him, it felt like. And he was a bigger star, and it felt like opening up a clam with my mouth. Ugh. And I nope. felt so self-conscious, like, oh, this guy's so handsome, and he doesn't want to kiss me. And oh, wow. I, and it felt I felt like rejection in the moment because kissing him felt so difficult because he kept his lips so so tight, tight. shut. Oh right. no! And he wouldn't really also, no do one it. does that but, in but, real life, and especially to not to like bring too much gender into it, but. Of course, like I, I want to feel attractive by somebody who's very attractive. Just mm. not that, not that I need it to fucking no. go anywhere or anything like that. But, but just to feel like, oh, okay, like I, I, I can be here. Well, and really, what you know? that means is that you want to feel safe. Exactly. Like you want to yeah. feel like somebody has your back. Exactly. And when you have to be like, yeah, touching and be touched by someone. Yeah. You really want to feel like yeah. they have your back, yeah. And and it's it's cool. I, I've 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 been in positions where I've really had um, 
people on set who I've had, like, it could just be a kissing scene, but still it's really intimate. It's awkward. And I've, I've been really well taken care of by some co-stars who just are like, so there for it. And, and when you have an establishment that you're in a space where it's respectful, nobody's trying to flirt with anybody, but you also want to make it look dope. And like you, you have, the conversation of if you if anything's uncomfortable, let me know. Right. I'll check in on yeah, you. Yeah. Please check in on That's me. That's the like, thing that then, yes. then you feel free. Yep, totally. And then I've had the opposite where I've had some people be the actual worst. I had a guy once. He bit my lip during a, a kissing scene, but like didn't bite like my actual lip. Bit like way down at the bottom of where like your lower mouth attaches to your chin on the inside. And like dragged my lower lip through his teeth like a fucking artichoke leaf and actually drew, like drew blood. And I, w- I went, what the, like in the middle of a take. And I don't do that. Like I don't break ever. And I finally just like, I yanked my face away from like the tooth assault. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing? And he goes, what? I'm being sexy. And I was like, bro, pro tip not sexy and like if you do that to a girl in real life like game over you're never going on another date again like it is not my responsibility to teach you how to kiss a girl properly but I'm gonna go ahead and say this isn't how you do it and you know probably in his dress room or whatever he was probably like I'm gonna get a reaction out of her yeah, he was like this, this is gonna, gonna be do. super hot yeah I'm gonna, like no I'm, I'm gonna startle her and it's gonna be fucking amazing nope Yep, I know. Nope. Yep. The last thing I want to be doing when my like physical personal space is compromised by another person is feel startled. Oh, That's actually not the move. No. No. I'm so like yes, you're you're 100 it, because it's also disrespectful and whatever. It's yeah. like it, And it, I know that that wasn't the intention. Like but it was so unconscious and I was just like, can we never do that again? Please and thank you. Yeah, yeah, what a weird, what a weird, what okay, a wait. weird thing. Speaking of this kind of thing, though. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh look, the papers coming the out. The papers coming you have, out. Like some prepared questions. Mm-hmm. Okay. These are deal breakers. You don't have oh. to talk about. Wait, what do you mean? If you are single, and you don't have to talk oh. about if you are single or yeah. not single, but uh, imagine that you are. Oh no! I'll yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I've been single for years. Which. I heard you say that on um, <laughs> Jimmy Fallon, well, I, but I didn't. I wanted. To, oh yeah, you know, was it? Yeah, it was Jimmy Fallon. I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I was talking to him about all the hot guys on yeah, the subway yeah, reading. Yeah. Oh, Hello. that is also what I want to talk to you about books later. But yeah, that's intriguing to me mm. because you could obviously be with any anybody you ever wanted. And so, do you? It's just interesting that you haven't gravitated towards relationships. So here's what's interesting to me. What anybody perceives from the outside is always so different than how you feel on the inside, right? And I, I think about this as I've as I've sat with all of this stuff for for the last years, and I sort of like have a highlight reel where I go, okay. When I started speaking, I spoke in full sentences. I have been. Uh, 
environmentally engaged since I was a little kid. I've been political for as long as I can remember. I I went to USC for the BFA acting program and like no shade. They're all lovely. But I was like, if I have to stand in a room and talk about my fucking craft all day, I'm going to throw myself off of a building. And I transferred into the journalism school and I did an emphasis in political science. And like, I am so into the world and into people and into music. And like, I, I am a lot. And, and the, the change in the same way that I'm trying to learn how to take a compliment and be thankful for it and let it resonate is I'm no longer, my old story was I'm too much. Fuck that. I'm not too much. I'm actually really fun. I'm a great friend. I, I give You're a shit about awesome. I appreciate you. I give a shit about people even when they're not all that nice to me. Like I will sit and really talk about issues with people who believe very different things than I do because I think it's the only way forward. I have been for many years told that I'm intimidating. And for many years, my old story was, okay, well, I'm, I'm a lot for people then, or I'm a lot for guys. As a, as a woman who operates in the world the way I do, I must be too much. And no, not, not true. What I realized is when somebody, especially a man, says to a woman, oh, wow, you're intimidating. I'm like, I'm not intimidating. You're just intimidated. You are afraid of my bigness or expansiveness or passion because you didn't maybe grow up in a household with a woman who had that space you know we, we come from this very patriarchal society where whether it's through conditioning or messaging or media or whatever women for ages have been taught to be smaller like be cute sit still look pretty stick to acting if one more person like talk about people I want to kick in the shins um and so what I realize as I look back at the way I have operated also, by the way, as a serial monogamist for a long time and stuck in relationships that were not good for me, I now look back and go, oh, it's not my fault. It's not their fault. Even the guys who've fucked up so bad, and I've had a, a handful, what I realize is that I have to own my role in it because more often than not, I have chosen to date the potential I see in someone and not who somebody is in this current moment. And that's not to throw shade at anybody. That's simply to say, I settled for less. And maybe that's because I like came into the world like a little Ruth Bader Ginsburg and was like an old woman from the time that I was born. And like the guys just haven't caught up. I don't know. But in, even in the relationships where like I've been cheated on or fucked over or they've been so toxic or like I've fallen in love with my best friend after years when I knew it was a bad idea, but that's my best friend. And like we were never meant to be anything more than friends, but it's so easy in the world with like a straight cisgendered woman and a straight cisgendered man when when they're obsessed with each other to be convinced that that means it's romantic. I, I finally, years ago, when I got off a roller coaster in my last relationship with a person who I love, but who like the relationship was so bad for me, I finally went enough, just enough. Like I'm, I'm good. I'm done. I have companionship because I have the most tremendous community. My friends are so special and amazing. They are like ride or die, travel the world, show up at 2 a.m. like good humans. 
And I realized that if I wasn't as patient with myself or as loving to myself as I've been with partners who just didn't at the end of the day deserve it. And again, that's not a hateful thing. It's just to say like, you don't deserve this piece of me. That's okay. I I fucked up by giving it to you when you didn't deserve it. And I got to own that I don't deserve to treat myself that way either. Now for the last couple of years, like I've gone on some dates. I've, there's, there's been, you know, two or three lovely dudes who like I've seen for a moment and then gone, you're great, but you're not my guy. I never want to question my own strength and because of like what you're saying, like the idea of patriarchal society. Um, I've been in relationships where I have, but I can't not, I can't not be like proactive in my career and it can't not be a passionate person. And why are you supposed to shrink? Exactly. Exactly. Because they're not expected to. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love what you're saying. And Sim um, has, look at Sim. He's like, oh, fuck. But um, (laughs) he he married, um, I've known Sim for 20 years now. And um, and I've seen Where did you guys meet? We met at a bar sort of through like mutual friends, not on a date, just a friends hangout. Yeah. And I, I don't know. We just like, we hit it off as friends. Yeah. And it's mm, rare, yeah. you know, yeah. to do that. Completely. Male, female we have a, I have some of those amazing dudes in my life, like just the best. But I have seen Sim with a, with a, with a, a lot of, of, uh, beautiful, um, uh, and, and, and mostly wonderful women, um, <laughs> I love you. Mo- mostly wonderful. And now mostly. he's just he's one married. person who was like the antichrist. That's cool. <laughs> he's married to a federal prosecutor and they just had a baby and she is fucking strong as shit. And I'm so, I, I, I don't know if it, I don't know. She's I gonna did. love hearing you say that. Thank oh, you for saying that. That's no, so cool. and it's funny that her her hero is Ruth Bader Ginsburg yeah. as well. Yes. But anyway, and she and she's fucking rad. She's gorgeous and and amazing. And um, but I don't know if that if that would have. I mean, you would have always wanted to fuck Amy. I don't mean to put you on the spot, but like if you were you know twenty seven, would you have been at all like intimidated by her? Yes. I think so. I mean, at, tw- at 27, like I wouldn't, right I wouldn't I mean, be able to handle someone right, that, right, I mean, I right. didn't have the experience to be able to be with someone that right. strong and, mm-hmm. and have that point of view and that right. mindset. Mm-hmm. Right. And like, and Definitely to not. be, to understand like, okay, he, like I, I get reward out of this woman's drive and passion. hundred percent. Yeah. And I imagine that she motivates you to step into your power because she does it for herself. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's no way that you could have been ready for that before. And like, I was in a relationship with somebody who I who I love as a person. It's really nice that the majority of my like long term, you know, serial monogamists relationships, like these two and three year, like beautiful learning experiences I've had, like we're all friends. Like my ex, who I went as you know with dressed up as Katie and Russell, like. We saw each other three weeks ago for lunch and like we love each other. That's I ran so, into that's so fucking rad. I, I, I actually just this morning, uh, literally walking to get a coffee on my way to my first meeting, ran into my childhood best friend since I'm nine years old. We went to summer camp. We grew up going to summer camp together and we were high school sweethearts. And he is, when I tell you, one of my like 10 favorite men on the planet. I am, I love him with my whole heart. I am obsessed with his wife. They have the cutest baby in the world. And like, they're always like, why aren't you dating? And I'm like, I just, I'm so unwilling 
to offer any of my limited free time to any man who isn't like the man. Like no more, my, my girlfriend said this to me, she goes, no more princes, like a, a man shows up as a king for you or nothing. Fuck yeah. And like, yeah, I built my own castle. I'm That's good. Right. I don't That's need right. you for anything. So you better be a value add or like, I'm going to hang out with my friends who already know all my secrets and all my shit and my Thai food order. I don't need to teach you anything. Like, you better be here to to really to embody the like, yes, the safe Build space. Your own ladder. I'm not growing my hair out. Yeah. Oh, my God. I love that. Can we make a bumper sticker? Sure. Build a ladder. Yeah. Not giving yeah. you my ponytail. Yeah. <laughs> Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. He works the graveyard shift. Is a what? Oh, that is that a deal breaker? Yeah. It, yeah. It I, is. Um, I mean, if it's permanent forever, I'm, I am so um, hyper light sensitive. I really struggle to sleep the minute the sun is up. I, I would have a very hard time with that. But maybe he has uh, easy access to Ambien. <laughs> I mean, maybe, or if he has like a bat cave in his house and I can sleep in the dark, like what's he doing? Is he like making rad he, music no, and he's no, like no, staying up all no, night? No, no, like, no, no, he's a security guard at a, in a graveyard, but. Yeah, um, see, I also like am super sensitive to like ghosts and spirits and things. They love to follow me around. I've lived in a couple of haunted houses. I don't need any more of that shit following me home. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, but wait, wait. What if he lived no, in it's a, no. a haunted house? <laughs> no. Okay, wait, wait. No. Wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. But it was this super like happy couple. No, I'm and cool. And they both died at like one, 101. They had That's this literally the story marriage. of my neighbors. And he's just like, oh, it's no. like Ethel and Frank. Oh, they're here again. But, you know, they're um, truly they're good ghosts. They they don't want to disturb us. They just I made wanna, friends like, with uh, my last ghost again. and it was like everything was copacetic. But no, everything you've just said has made it more of a deal breaker <laughs> than it was at the, at the first. I was going to go with like tug on the bat thing nope which is interesting okay wait so, Anna before yeah. you go pick a couple because she also brought something weird and oh, we have two calls shit. so we don't want to okay, keep her here okay, all okay, night okay. no guys I'm here I'm okay. cool let's um, do this he wears sandals with socks I mean lately there's like a cool sort of zaddy trend of like badass striped socks and adidas sandals and if it's that kind of sandals with socks I'm into it they're tivas nope I was just about to say <laughs> if it's like tube socks and tivas out I can't 
unless he's willing unless he's ahead to of just let curve. me like do his shopping for him and and then I could like up the style. But if no. it's like no. no. No, he he wants to be a river rafting guide. I need a dude who can like go rugged to red carpet with me. Like I want you to be able to hang camping with me and my friends, but also you gotta be able to throw on a tux, head to the work thing. Stand awkwardly in the corner with me until I calm down about my social anxiety and then we can like dance all night. Like, no, that's a no. Look, okay. I'm learning. Uh, this time being single, I know what I want and what I don't. Thank you very much. Next. Okay, you got it. But wait, you've had a great first date. Mm-hmm. He walks you to your door. Okay. And um, I'm gives sweating. You- I'm so uncomfortable. Maybe you guys kiss, maybe you don't, don't, whatever. That part doesn't matter. But he says, hey. I rarely kiss anyone on a first date, but okay. I like you the way you are. When we're driving in your car and you're talking to me one-on-one, but you become somebody else around everyone else. (laughs) You're watching your back like you can't relax. I mean, I don't know what that song is. I hate... The quote okay. of a song. Okay, wait, However, wait, 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 wait. that's actually very me, true because I do have social let, anxiety. Let, let, let me like, attempt to hardcore. sing it and see if. Um, <laughs> wait, Sim, you should sing it. Come on, come on, Sim. No, no, you're. No, no you one wants to, to hear me to, sing this. This, this was your. Come on. No, I mean I love this song. If you really want to step okay, into we'll the sing world, it together. We'll okay, sing ready? it together. Okay. okay. I like you the way you are when we're driving in your car. And you're talking to me one-on-one, but you become somebody else around everybody else. You're watching your back like you can't relax. I mean, honestly, the, the, like, the world of uh, Can't Hardly Wait and 10 Things I Hate About You is, is my world. I grew up on that shit. So if this really went down, I probably would be excited and also feel creepily seen because how do you know after one date that I, that I am very socially I, anxious? I like the idea that um, he's passing this off as like his own right. sort of like how do I end here's the what I want I, I want really him to like start her. it in speaking okay and no, then no, no, like okay, right, right. into a song well, and then try. I would be like 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 my Jimmy Fallon episode I'd be like are you my husband like is this what's happening Sophia oh man this was this was awesome thanks so much I re- I, mm. um, I had the best time I did too mm. I did too I'm I, I love it that you like shellfish and uh Things that grow in the ocean in general, seaweed and shit coral. like that, but coral. Mm. Um, but uh, I, I just, uh, I like you the way you are. You know, um, when we're, I don't know, driving in your car and you're, you're talking to me one-on-one, but... You become somebody else around yes. everyone yes. else. You're watching your back like, like you, you can't, can't relax. <laughs> That's when you yes. turn into a fucking bitch, Sophia. Well, then they, now you ruined it. I well, was in. I was in. This was my Notting Hill moment. Like, I'm just a girl standing in front of a girl who's pretending to be a boy on a hypothetical date, asking him to this, love her. But this dude doesn't understand you because the thing is, is that you would never become someone else around everyone else. No. This is what I know about you, That's Sophia. true. I do, but I do get anxious. He's inaccurate. And also, he you thinks know? that back and relax can rhyme. <laughs> He might be a little dumb for me. He's a little dumb. I do He's... require a high IQ. Okay. This yeah. is a thing that I've learned. 
I get real bored if you're not smart. I want to. Uh, God, there's so many things I want to talk no, come about. On, we can do okay, it. Okay, he has satin sheets. No, come on. Uh, Little slip and slide. Not for me. Come not on. a fan. That's changeable though. That's not a deal breaker. But I would, I would, I, don't know. I would be like, hey, boys, let's go have lunch in Venice. Oh my God, look, a parachute home. They have such nice sheets here. Maybe we should get you some new ones. Nah, babe. You know, I would like no. come up with a. Babe, no, no, no. Come on, man. I don't, babe. I'm never gonna have sex with you on sheets that you fucked some other girl on. Babe. That's an easy way to win it. Babe, babe, you babe. Know I'm right. I wouldn't, I wouldn't fuck. Nope. I, as soon as I fucking fell in love with you, I bought new fucking sheets. Nah, can't. Can't get down. We should just buy our own sheets. I would figure it out. If I loved someone, satin sheets would not be a deal breaker. They wouldn't. Can we do one quick chat or no? Or bring something weird? What um, do we do? Will we have please, two calls please, please. too? Please, please, one right. quick chat. Let's, I know, let's, I know, I know, I know. Let's pick, pick Come on, money. this okay. could be like a super episode or something. Okay. Do you have a time I have, limit? Well, I, I, have to leave. I have to leave for yeah, class. Okay, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He's a teacher. I mean, by teacher, I mean professor. He's a professor and he's married to a lawyer. Okay, can you I? You are the American dream. Can I be Chad? This is actually how my 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 sweet immigrant father wanted my life to turn out, and then I became a fucking actor and ruined everything. <laughs> <laughs> That's like not on the approved. Your parents came here from another country job list, but it's fine. Okay, you're in Aspen. Okay, this will be quick. Okay, sure. yeah, no, of course. Okay, so you're in Aspen okay. on a ski trip. Yeah, you're at the lodge during like whatever afternoon. Ah, pray ski. <laughs> I love that apreski. It sounds yeah. so fancy. Uh, you're at the bar. Okay. Um, what was your what's what's? Uh, Are you na- you name me? I'm the bartender. Would you name me something? What was it? Whatever you want. Are you like here from another country? Like, are you one of those Australians who comes like Ooh, for be fun off to make season? Him do that. Or no, like, no, you're not making. Are me you do from that. like? Okay, my name is Norway? Mitchell. I'm just Mitchell. All right, Mitch. Yes. Yeah, Mitch sounds more like a ski. Great. All right. Guy. So you're there. What are you having? Hey, what's up, ma'am? What's your name? Mitch. Oh, cool. All right, I'm Chad. Yeah, I'll have a Macallan 12. Macallan 12. Yeah. Fuck, And you're okay with your drink? Yeah, I'm good. What's up? Man, that was some fucking crazy fucking powder out there, huh? Conditions were fucking amazing. It's nice. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Like, I know I'm going to be, like, fucking sore tomorrow. So what's up? Anyway, you don't have to talk to me. I'm like kind of a fucking jerk. I'm Chad. This guy who talks this way <laughs> is my nightmare. I'm Chad. What's up? Have you ever tried Macallan 12? It's fucking good. I have. I actually work with them. Listen, I'm this good. one's on me. No, oh, I'm so good. Wait, wait, wait. I think I saw you earlier. I think I saw you earlier. Were you like wearing those like little like earmuffs, those pink ones or something? Man, you're fucking good. You're good. Like a shredding down a hill. Yeah. Man. Pink earmuffs definitely That's not. That's cool. Me. I admire Probably that though. Somebody... I really do. Like an athletic girl. <laughs> he's like he's like the adult version of the interrupting cow. That guy's horrible. So uh, so wait, what do you do? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Come on, come on, go on. What do you, what do you do? What, no, what, you know what? what? I, what, like, what do you do? I have you a know? strict rule that when I'm on vacation and I'm talking about work, you enjoy your scotch. I'm gonna go oh, sit. Outside no, no, with my no, 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 don't be like that. No, 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 no. no. it's cool. It's, it's cool. cool. I'm not gonna fucking harass you, man. It's I got cool. Mitch to harass, man. Sure, great. Is yeah, he bothering dude, you? I don't even fucking I, I, like I can have him taken away. Yeah, He's I just, you. I just feel like in 2018, consent should be pretty clear. Okay, it's cool. 
Chad, no, Chad no, no. you're gonna have to leave. Sorry, no, buddy. Dude, fucking Mitch, man. You're not. You can you come back tomorrow. Do you have any fucking idea how much I was gonna fucking tip you? Um, Fuck you. Mitch, it's cool. I'll tip for both of us. Do you want a drink? Because I feel like after that exchange, you might need a scotch. I would love a scotch. Great. Thank On you. me, bro. So, you, I mean, yeah. you just, you would shut that down, though, in real oh, life? Oh, yeah. Completely? I'm not. I have no. Oh, but you, you just... have no idea how much, uh, how many fun places there are to go with Chad. <laughs> no, you're right. If we were doing, if, if this was like. Chad is the fucking worst. He's the worst. <laughs> He's the worst. He has an app. Yeah. You should no. ask him about no, the app. On. You should just ask Pretend him about like the app. Pretend there aren't any other chairs. You're waiting for your friend. Sophia, come on. I hate this. This is good. No, it's you, you're good. not curious no, about but the app See, at here's all. what's interesting is that this is the difference between your like deliciously comedic sensibility where you're probably like, ooh, I can mine this shit for gold. And I'm like, I'm so tired. I hate this person. Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> like, but that's why it's so fun to play yeah. characters that you hate. That you hate. Fundamentally. No, that's actually a really good point. I, I did an episode, not a, of a person that I hated by any means, but I did an episode um, on season three of Easy, the Netflix show, you know, that Joe Swanberg does. And there's no script. The whole show is improv. Was it fun? It was the most fun I've ever had oh. on a job. Like, ever. Sophia, why the fuck are you shutting me down, I know, man? so I'm just realizing I should go with it, but no one on his show is that insufferable. <laughs> <laughs> I that know. guy is like my night. Do you know that I have actually, in bars, like to guys like that who get in my face and won't leave, like I'm polite once and then I'm not so polite the second time. I'm just like, you gotta stop. And if they don't, I have done the full face palm, like palm to face and pushed men away from me by the face. I did to the be like, opposite. No. I was you, like, do you no. have a roofie I could have? <laughs> oh my God. You're like, I don't want to remember this. No. So I'm going to do this to myself. Like I'm um, like mildly amused that you are so fucking incredibly obnoxious and you have no, you're not re registering anything that's happening going on in my face, on my face. But you do, you should explore this character's profession. It's not, it's, I mean, I think it's funny because we came up with it. But um, no, so, so this, is a, recurring this is a character. recurring character. Yeah. Okay. Does he live in Aspen? No. Okay, he just like visits there. You can ask Chad. Cool, and he has an app. Yeah. <laughs> Even you doing the face <laughs> makes my skin crawl. Like you're so good at it, and I'm upset. <laughs> like I'm uncomfortable. I'm not even fucking into brunettes, you know? God. Like, Isn't that always the funny thing when someone tries to hit on you, and then you reject them, and they're like, fucking ugly bitch, and you're like, why were you talking to me in the first place, you loser? Guess you've had a few bad experiences, huh? But I'm not like that. I'm fucking real. I'm fucking real. Do you, you find know? that people who like I never are real often have to say how real I, they are? Like I just fucking respect. You know, like if like it I don't even care. Like it's just like if you're fucking intelligent and beautiful, I don't give a fuck. You know, like I don't intelligent and beautiful. That's that's the. I just. <laughs> I don't fucking prejudge, you know? Cool, cool, cool. So what if someone's intelligent but not uh, traditionally attractive? Like what? Took you a long time to get there. I don't like that, but like, I don't know. What do you, like, what the fuck do you mean by that? Like, I mean, because I don't really even see, like, I have one of these, like, I have this, like, optical issue. Optical. 
Yeah, where like I don't even actually see shape or form or like anything traditional. You know, I fucking. What do you like, see? Auras. Yeah, that's a good way to put what it. What color is mine? Purple, violety. Interesting. Violet, I would call it maybe like a sort of a combo of blue and violet or something. Violet. Yeah, I can see. I'm I can add sense, that to my. I can sense Twitter you're really fucking. Profile. That you're a kind, really smart person. Thank you, know? you. And also, I hope this doesn't sound fucked up or anything, but you look a lot like my sister. Um, that might be just a tad into the realm of fucked up. Just a little no, bit. No, 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 no. It just means I'm not, like, coming on to you or anything. You know, it's right. like... That's it's why like you're not into my brunettes. sister, and that's why right, like, I right, think right, that right, we would right. be, like, friends, you know? Cool. Yeah. Okay. So what do you do? My, my actual answer when I get this question, because I find talking about our profession to be so horrifying um, is I, I generally tell people that I do a lot of work in the nonprofit space because that's true so you have a good soul I knew it yeah you're like a good hearted person but you clearly come from money because that's why you're fucking here in Aspen right cool what do you do uh, what do I do yeah oh man other than work with McAllen I, I started an app okay I started an app I'm, I live down in SoCal um like Marina Del Rey, they call right, it sort of yeah. Silicon Valley, the South or whatever. It's yeah. not like even that big of a thing or whatever. Anyway, I started this app. It's called Titlook. It's a dating app. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> pretty I'm much. Sorry, it's I'm like, having a hard time getting this right No, no. But what's cool about it is that you truly just like you cut to the chase. It's like, like all the other fucking dating apps. It's like, oh, run around, run around. It's like, oh, face or like whatever fucking profession so or whatever. Just tits. just tits, yeah. What what do girls get to look at? Income. This so is, it's like fair. This is highly you know? unfortunate. It's fair. Um, no, no, way. no. It's fucking progressive and fair. It's like you truly. Uh, well, we're like we're being honest. Uh, sure, sure, you know? sure. Okay, so let's hypothetically say that what you're saying isn't bullshit. Uh, I would suggest Not perhaps bullshit. that it isn't a you're an Aspen, dating app. You're McAllen 12. I don't know, um, man. Seems like I really uh, not, fucking found the road not, to success. Not super by impressed just being about honest. it. Sure, but you know, there's plenty of pharmaceutical drugs that kill people that make everyone lots of money. No, what I would say is rather than to be, let's call it dishonest, I wouldn't say that She's you feisty, run a Mitch. dating I like her. app. I would say that you run... Like a higher class, like Craigslist, just straight looking for sex hookup. Yeah. Yep. Nailed it. Okay. I like it. That so you, some, like, yeah, because a lot of it's fucking, kind of like of you created like the to, straight grinder. Like, oh, like you're fucking sexist, and it's like, no, man, it's like you have nice fucking tits. What's wrong with that? Sure. I think if you want to not be sexist, you should give us something in return. Like, at least make guys post ass shots. Because no, no, if, no, if it's just like a fuck no. for follow kind of situation, no, 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 no. like it's the income. last thing income. I want to hang like with is a flat ass. how much do you fucking make? Mm, yeah, but like, that doesn't, that doesn't, what, that doesn't like quite how either. Like, do you... Va- like, so so income is this a straight up hooking site? Or like a sugar tits. daddy site? No, it's just simply, it's like, does your income level like equal these tits? I don't think it works that way <laughs> i think it's babe, sort of subjective babe big to differ big to differ <laughs> oh god this is, this is the worst he's the worst he's the human worst. literally the worst on the planet 
I know, but it's oh so my fun. God. I'm, I'm, Sophia, I'm thank you so much trying for to indulging stay in me. It, but it's so bad. But you're so good at it. Thank you. And I, how, I'm, as such a, like a nice, kind, funny person, can you be so good at doing that? I love you for saying. I I get fulfillment in sort of tapping into an idea of experiences that I've had when I was younger. Wait, did you know that guy? Well, versions of that guy. Not that guy. I was too wow. poor and my tits weren't big enough. <laughs> I mean, me but, neither. But, but, you, but you know that idea of like the stupid presumption. Of, oh, man, of it's the like, worst. This is, this, I got this. Like, it's also so interesting, like... The the world yeah the world of that dude who thinks that like so the drink I, they order or the car they drive is right. attractive oh my god that's a good one next time Chad's gonna pull out his car keys <laughs> kind of make that element no no um, no no it's that's my gift to you for your next thank interview. you yeah. thank you but he thank should you for pull out like long. the what is it's like he's truly a, the yeah. the key that's the miniature version of the car that he drives like that really douchey thing oh yeah and I'll have to have a sound effect. All right. All right. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Thank yeah, you. you need like a little like... Uh, like yeah. Oh, well, like, I can take care of that. That's yeah. easy. Yeah. Like a Hot yeah. Wheels yeah. noise? Yeah. 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 You um, know where to go. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Mitchell, Wait, so we take... We're, we're taking call, calls. Yeah, we're going to do a call. So we're calling Courtney now. Okay. She's in Seattle. Hello. Hi, Courtney. Hi. How are you? I'm great. How's it going? Hi, Courtney. It's Anna. Hi, Anna. Um, and we're here with Sophia Bush. Hi, Courtney. How are you? Oh, my God. Hi, Sophia. I'm great. How are you guys doing? We're so good. We're great. We're having, like, amazing sort of awesome. female time and sort of embarrassing sim, which is fun. So, oh, yes, yeah, they are embarrassing me. No, Anna is. Um, so, Courtney, it says here your subject is dream job versus love of my life. And you're going through mm. this, what you call a back breaking dilemma tell us what's going on yeah um so i've been with my boyfriend for about a year and a half and it's been total magic the entire time Mm. um he's super respectful charming and really makes me feel like i'm the only girl in the world um and we've kind of been through a lot in the short amount of time we've been together um and i guess this issue is a little bit more of a struggle for me because i've been having a hard time finding a good workplace that kind of does uh balances out career satisfaction and all that. So I recently started a new job as a marketing and event coordinator about a month ago, and I really love it. Uh, The company is super awesome and really care about their people, uh, which rolls me over to my issue is a week after I started and on my birthday, 
my boyfriend told me that he got this epic job promotion in Portland. And uh, this opportunity is really kind of a once in a lifetime role where he can finally afford the life that he's always wanted. So I felt really selfish if I would tell him to stay. Um, so basically, we're kind of at this point where it's like, should I stay at my job in Seattle and find a roommate and be a part of a long distance relationship for an unforeseen amount of time? Or should I uproot before I get too deep in my new role, move to Portland and get a new job? Oh, boy. I mean, you know, Sophia and I are both looking at each other because I I, I think that this is, I mean, it's something that being in a profession where we constantly have to travel and we're away from our partners all the time, it's been very difficult for me to ever sacrifice my career for a relationship. I don't know if I have the answers for this one Mm -hmm. at all because I... It's interesting. We're we're looking at each other and we're having opposite head shakes. One of us is like violently shaking our heads no and one of us is violently shaking our heads yes. So can I run us through what you've said and and point a couple of things out that stand out to me that tell me that rather than needing to ask us for the answer, I think you already know it. The, The thing that jumps out to me first is you say we've been on fire since our first date in a good way. You list all of the qualities about why this man is amazing. And you literally wrote the words to us. I know I want to marry this man. You've said to me that, that the job that you're in is new. Yeah. Courtney's been there for a month and a half. Is that right? And by the way, I've never given up a job for anything or anybody. And I have really positive experiences from that. And, and some, experiences that I wish I could change from that. So that might be also be me coming and projecting a little bit of my stuff into your space, which I want to be clear about. But you're saying that his, this job opportunity for him is like a once in a lifetime thing is, is, is your words, right? Yeah. I mean, he can finally afford to buy a house and Mm -hmm. have the backyard he's always wanted. So. Well, are those things that you also want would be my first addendum question. Yeah, I feel like we really bond over kind of the future that we're creating in our heads. Um, I just think what scares me is before I even accepted this role, um, my now bosses kind of gave me, I want to say a hard time, but they kind of gave me a hard time because they saw that my job experience hasn't been super solid and and like in regards to the length. And so I kind of get stressed dreams about disappointing them on whatever I do choose. Okay, wait, wait. So wait, that part aside for just a beat, let me ask you this about uh, your boyfriend. Um, does does he expect, like, what what's your communication level with him? Have you vocalized these, like, you know, that, that, you, that you love your job? Does he, ex- do you think that he, because men can, well, we can all be ding-dongs, um, but... D- does he, I love saying fucking ding dong and I sound like I'm 80, but, um, but does he, is he sort of under the assumption that you will go with him? I mean, has he sensed that you love this new job and this career opportunity? Like what, what's your communication level sort of in, in general with that? Um, well, I definitely wear my heart on my sleeve, so I'm super obvious about everything I'm feeling. But with him, even when we first started telling people, he made it really clear that we were going to figure it out and that he understands this is a dream job and that 
he, you know, he's told me individually that he obviously wants me there, but he's never once kind of backed me into a corner and has made me feel like I had to pick one or the other. And you feel very loved by him, right? Yeah, he's honestly, he's so amazing. Is it crazy for him to go get settled there and you keep your job like and maybe you put like a three month limit on it because who knows, maybe in three months you'll be miserable or whatever and and stressed out with your job and you'll be ready to I want you to be able to have it all. And I don't want you to give up your career for um for your amazing boyfriend or opportunity or anything because you may be in Portland and lonely and wondering what do I do and how do I get a job and I don't I don't want you to resent him for those things either and maybe you guys I don't know I'm this is really reaching but maybe he rents an apartment for 6 months instead of buying a house and you guys like rent a little place in Olympia and you know, make an hour and a half commute every night or at least every other night. Something that prioritizes your relationship um, as well as your careers because I, I know that it's important and I always want to encourage, especially in your 20s, it's, it is all about career growth in your 20s. I think that's such beautiful advice because here's the thing. We always have to make compromises in relationship and whether that's relationship within our family relationships that are romantic. Um, but what stands out to me is that you're saying, I know I want to marry this person. And if that's on the table, if that's something you two are communicating about and he also feels the same way, then for me, yeah, I lean towards saying he should go and start this job because it's the thing that could eventually be what's best for the two of you as a family unit and make sure he likes it because what you don't want is to say, I love him and he loves me and we're going to do this and we're going to go. And he goes to Portland and goes, Oh God, I've made a mistake. So uh, make sure he loves this job as much as you, as you both think he will. If you were to say to me on this call, like I've had this job for 10 years, it's my lifelong career. I don't know what to do. I'd be like, well, this is your life. But the, the, the part of me that thinks about the two of you goes, okay, if this is a newer position for you, and I would say this, by the way, if it was him, like I'd be saying it, whether it's a, a woman on the phone or a man on the phone, there's a little more flexibility for you and there's room for you to build your resume and your experience at a company that is so wonderful and that hopefully to your point in a couple of months, if all goes well and you guys are commuting to be together, they say, we get it. Like, this is your life. This is your love. We'll give you the best references. I also like know that there's great, you know, work and opportunity and, and outdoor community and life in, in Portland. And if those are things that could be great for you, like awesome. I just want to make sure that, yes, your 20s are about your career. And that's also when your career is a little more flexible. Like at 27, your career is more flexible than it will be at 37. What sticks with me is you saying that this is your best friend and you know that you guys want to be married. That's a big thing. Well, and mm -hmm. Courtney, um, when did you guys, at what point in your relationship did you guys move in together? Uh, we actually moved in together last June, so I'm a little bitter because it's like, oh, look how cute our apartment is. All our stuff is integrated, and 
Now I'm going to have to watch it some of it get divided. I actually think, though, that is not a bad thing. So you are both used to a sense maybe of of kind of lonely independence. That sucks. That's a great way to sell it, Anna. <laughs> but um, it would be different if you guys had moved in together, you know, a month after dating, whatever, to each his own. Uh, but that would mean that both your senses of loneliness and independence um, would be tested in a different way. I just don't want you or him to give up a, a career uh, build when things are just so fresh. Yeah. Like in terms of both of your career adjustments right now, I would say like, um, you know, two months. I think your three month idea is amazing. Yeah. And, and, but, and definitely don't have your, your boyfriend, if, if, if you feel comfortable not encouraging him to like buy a home or anything like that. Also, I think the real estate market in Portland is fucking crazy right now because who knows, he may be fucking miserable and want to come back to Seattle or, and you may find yourself, like you mentioned earlier, that you, that you were a little bit stressed at your new job, even though you love it. Uh, the next three months are, it's a shifting time for you guys. Mm -hmm. And I would just so encourage, um, just a lot of open dialogue between mm -hmm. you two. And it sounds like you guys are, are both really respectful of, of career paths. And I think that's really important. Um, and being, you know, like we talked about earlier, all of us here in the fucking LA, we're very much used to being apart. Um, and sacrificing relationships for careers. So it may be easy for me to say something like that. But I also, I, I just, I want to protect both of you guys and your dreams. And I want you to be able to have it all. So, oh. That's good. That's perfect. What do you think, Courtney? Are you okay with this advice? Yeah, it's totally fair advice. And I love being able to hear it from, you know, other perspectives and people who have more experience than I do. So thank you guys. It means, it, it means like the the risk of some lonely nights and definitely a lot of like FaceTiming and, mm. and, and being in touch. And it, it means like a lot of driving and, um, but, but I just wouldn't, I just wouldn't want you in a year from now to be like, fuck, like my boyfriend's now quitting his job and I had this great job and then you would resent him or, you know, and, and you've made it clear your level of generosity, which is, which is amazing and, and necessary and amazing though. Um, but, uh, so, you know, I, I just, I want you to also, you know, just, just think about your own situation and having said that, though, wait, when does he start? We didn't even ask an essential question. When does he start his job again? Um, so my birthday was on a Thursday, and they wanted him there the following Monday. Oh, so he, wow. He's kind of oh, so it's soon. There. It's so soon. quick. Yeah. Okay, it's soon. All right, so, but then all the more reason to get, like, a short-term lease on an inexpensive apartment. Yeah. And I think the space that you guys will be given if you make this three month plan together, as long as you both commit to showing up with all the love you have for each other, to saying the things that are scary and maybe hard to all of the FaceTimes and, and the commuting, that's going to be such a good test. Yeah. It's going to be such an amazing thing. And, and if this is the 
the job for one of you that sets you up as a unit, you'll know in three months and yeah. then you'll be able to plan accordingly. Yeah. And maybe the connections that come through his job or your job provide for, for one of you to, to be in the other person's space again. But there's nothing wrong with pursuing passion and really prioritizing this thing that you have. And, and in a way, this can become the space where you test if this love has the legs that you believe that it does. And if it does, and it sounds like it will, you'll be able to commit to it in that long-term way, knowing that you have an answer rather than a hunch. Yeah, that's a beautiful way to put it. And 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 one last frivolous thought, Courtney, too, is um, instead of uh, putting an immediate down payment on on a house in Portland, I would put aside if you guys can afford it a little, like I don't know, a couple grand, and go to fucking like Bali for a week. <laughs> Over, like truly though, dedicate some time to your relationship like that and something mm. that you both have to look forward to. And it's like, oh my God, I saw this picture of this place. It's this funny little hostel, but it looks fucking amazing or whatever. Like dedicate some excitement and time to um, to a future plan like that if you if you guys can 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 do that or or like even like a road trip to Mexico like or wherever or Canada like uh, but but i i would i would carve out intimate time for yourselves when you guys can't quite swing that right now but i i would even if it never actually fucking happens i would think about planning that so it can be so you guys are constantly prioritizing your relationship you know and when during an important time when you kind of have to prioritize your career Fuck! Who the fuck this am is I? I'm you the guys, worst. you guys crushed the advice. It was great. I was very impressed by both of you. Fuck you! No, I'm not. Saying, I'm <sighs> being completely serious. That was great. Courtney, hey, are you okay with that advice? Courtney, yes, I'm good. I'll, I'll kind of recalibrate what I'm doing yeah, with uh, my yeah. emotions and where and, I invest my emotions. So. Yeah, yeah, and pl- please be in touch because, tr- and truly though, what we didn't really talk too much about was your happiness level at your job, but but you know calculate that too mm-hmm. you know and and keep tabs on that and and you know if, if you are not if you're not happy um you know then then that's something else to consider but but I just don't want you to give it yeah. up for this move which thankfully truly Portland and Seattle it's it's not that bad you know anyway thank you so will you please be in touch thank you courtney Courtney, and i love you and thank you i will thank you i love you guys bye bye Bye. oh sweet babe great job guys seriously that was great thanks that that three-month strategy is i think it works really smart that that is sophia Mm mm-hmm I really love you. <laughs> you know how early I really love you. You're a fucking goddess. You know, no, no. You're an empress. Like, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I'm going to digest fucking that. Rule the kingdom. Ooh. It's true. You're Thanks, amazing. Lady. I really enjoyed this episode, guys. Seriously. You guys I are awesome I wish you could together. say that with a little more like oomph. I'm, like, I'm like, not no, no, kidding. Come on, give no, it your look all. Look at his sweet was, face. I, he means I really, it. I think that this episode like is going to resonate with a lot mode. of people. No, a little bit. I'm not kidding. Although he was so 
can I t- can I embarrass him? Uh, I yeah. Have said oh, he's turning red. I oh, look at his face. He, right. he was beyond like he was just beyond excited for you to be here. I've been a fan for a long time. Me too. But he was like, so nice. He was like, but you went to USC. She's so smart. She's so beautiful. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm 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 happily married. I just had a kid. Yes, I know. I know. All those things are true. He's fucking amazing. Of course. We'll take it. (laughs) None of those things are bad compliments. I know. I know. But you know, it's it's weird when I wasn't expecting. I know. I'm sorry. I should. Amy, you know, you're the fucking sexiest. You're the best. There's nothing like a Trojan with sin. All right, let's end the show now. Wait, you guys, you should be getting paid to advertise condoms, apparently. Yeah, I know. Hello? Yeah, we should.